0: What is up, everybody? Welcome to another uh late night edition of I'll hang up and listen. Uh Sabers Drop. Uh they returned from, I guess, like an extended holiday break uh due to COVID. Uh losing to the New Jersey Devils, four to three. New Jersey snapping a six-game losing streak. Um big games from Jack Hughes and uh Brat, three points apiece, uh going to assists. Um New Jersey played a very uh, sound game tonight uh, really dominated Buffalo offensively uh, from start to finish uh, with the exception of maybe like a 10-minute span there in the second period. I mean, the, the Sabres had a great second period, but uh, the first period was pathetic. Uh, they got a shot again in the second. It was 18-10. to 10. Um, I know uh, Uka Pekalukan had 42 shots on that, made 38 saves. Uh, UPL, uh, you know, had some very nice moments tonight, but he – you know, you could tell there was a lot of rust with him. Uh, rebound control was all over the place tonight. Um, couldn't really keep everything in front of him. Um, you know, he overpursued a couple times, but I mean, he didn't play a bad game, but uh, definitely not one of his uh, better efforts uh, tonight. And, again, the team didn't do much in front of him to help him defensively uh, in terms of, you know, keeping things to the outside, you know, low-danger chances, Things of that nature. Uh, you know, he was a busy guy tonight. Um, and again, uh, losing uh four to three. Uh Buffalo Sabres goals coming from uh two from Tage Thompson and getting his uh first career NHL goal in his first career NHL game was Ethan Prow. Read the play beautifully. Uh I forget who took the initial shot, but uh read the play very well, uh, you know, snuck in there and uh, buried the rebound. Uh, you know, very heads up play by Prow in his first game at you know, 29 at 29 years old. He's been a little bit of a suitcase, kind of a career minor league hockey player, uh, over especially over in Europe and, uh, and then coming over to Buffalo and you know, making his debut tonight in the NHL and scoring in his first game. It's a real nice moment for the guy. Um, I can't even say kid, you know, he's uh, just a few years younger than me, so um, you know, happy for him. You know, always nice to see I'm sure we'll see that picture, you know, of him holding the puck, uh, first career NHL goal, first career NHL game. Uh, not a lot of guys can say that, you know, it, when you when you make your debut in the NHL, uh, burying your first goal. I mean, it might even be his first shot, you know. So, uh, Tage Thompson had himself a, a great, you know, second period, kind of put the team on his back. Um, that second goal on the break after he, absolutely unbelievable, like, sequence of events by Rasmus Dallene. Uh breaking up what would have been an on-man rush, uh, really picking the pocket. Uh, I forget of exactly which devils player it was, and then floating a beautiful pass up ice, uh, right to Tage Thompson, who finished it on the breakaway. Just a, a really good game by Dalin. I had a couple, had a couple tough shifts there in the third period, but I think, you know, overall, I'm very pleased with Dalene's game. Uh two-point night tonight for him. Um and again, on a very injury and COVID-ravaged Sabers uh, team, they didn't have their head coach behind the bench and Don Granato. Um, You know, you you were missing Dylan Cousins, Jeff Skinner, uh, Colin Miller out with an injury. Uh, you know, the list kind of goes on and on of uh, the players you were missing tonight. You know, you could definitely could have contributed uh, to help get Sabre, the, uh, the Buffalo Sabers a win tonight. Um, another guy I want to point out was Mark Pissick. Mark Pissek, uh is sneaky. I wouldn't even say if it's sneaky. He's easily hands down in my opinion the best defensive defenseman we have right now. Um he made a very a couple of very quiet plays that maybe not everybody noticed in his own end. Uh just really again keeping things in front of he, you know, keeping the play in front of him, keeping the puck in front of him, keeping plays outside. Uh just a few different plays I saw. I was actually at the game tonight and um you know, he looks he looks great, you know, uh I think he's a guy that This team needs going forward to play that exact style of hockey, Uh, because we all, you know, every team needs guys like him, guys that are going to keep the again, are going to keep the play in front of them. Sorry, Dom's uh, playing with his uh, new um, one of his one of his Christmas presents. Come here, buddy. Come on, come here. No, he doesn't want to get involved. You know, he's angry this us too. But um. You know, Mark Pisick again had a very, very good hockey game. Uh, you know, for, for me, um, looks phenom- ph- phenomenal in his own end. Um, and Alex, yeah. <laughs> that guy? Alex Tuck making his debut tonight for the Buffalo Sabers. Guy has had a you know, a- it's been a lot of anticipation. Uh, in this for him, um, you know, guy was you know. You know, kind of, you know, after the the last game, set of games were, you know, put on hold. You know, had to wait a little bit longer. Getting an assist on the uh on Buffalo's second goal. Uh, is the second goal? No, no, it's the first goal. Sorry, it's the first goal. Um, uh, on Tage Thompson through the puck to the net. Tage uh, deflected it. Uh, nice to see him get on the score sheet. You know, he, you know, he's loving every second of that. This this guy is gonna be a natural born leader for this team. He oozes what it takes to be a captain. Uh, I could definitely see him. I know we didn't uh, mean producer Steve uh, discussed it on episode 80 of two Goalers on Mike, but um, this guy at least has an A on his sweater next year. If not the C. I know a lot of people want to see it be Dylan cousins, but uh, I definitely think you, it's, it's going to be Alex talk. If you're, if you were to ask me, the guy just, you know, he bleeds everything that this team and this culture is supposed to be. Um, it, it's not every day you see a guy who has, the smile that he had on his face when getting traded from Vegas to Buffalo, he was over the moon excited because he said he dreamed of playing this for this team growing up and he had the pictures to prove it. Uh, We got a few, a few comments, uh, you know, (laughs) first, first to Tage. Yeah. The, uh, the first, the first goal was to uh, the the Tage Thompson on the uh, Alex tuck goal. Uh, We got drew buckets here in in the chat. Um, Anybody else who wants to join Uh, Right now, we can only take comments and questions on YouTube. Uh, And please make sure you subscribe to Trainwreck Sports. And, of course, uh, two goalies, one mic uh, uh, on our YouTube platform. Uh, Slowly but surely growing. And, uh, again, that's the only way we can take questions or comments from you guys right now. And I want to get you guys more involved. But, uh, again, just to go over uh, some of the uh, key stats in tonight's game. uh, Ross is downing with a two-point night um if these stats are updated uh i believe that puts rasmus dalin at uh 20 points on the season 20 points in 30 games that's if these stats that i'm looking at haven't been updated yet so he's at 18 or 20 points i think he's at 20 points in 31 games so uh you know he's having himself uh quite a season with all things considered especially after a little bit of a slow start um you know Excited to see uh, for everything I've seen out of Rasmus Stalin over the last, I'd say 10 or so games, especially ever since he got reunited with Yoki Haru. He's really turned his game around. And again, I mentioned on Twitter, earlier, it helps having a goalie that you can depend on back in that because you, it helps you kind of like maybe, you know, loosen your grip on your stick a little bit and it you know, gives you the ability to play your game a bit more because you know that you do have a goalie back there that can bail you out if, uh, you do make a mistake, and um, you know I think the mistakes made by Dalene are a little bit few and far in between. You know I know the icing at the end in the third period. I mean that's unfortunate. Personally, for me, I would have liked to have seen Matt Alice take his time out there. Um, you know in in the, on the, the defensive zone draw, uh, just to really give those guys a rest. Um, you know that's like about thirty seconds to a minute worth of of a breather. You get your top line players out there. You know to maybe. Give it one last push to tie the game up. And I'm honestly, I know Cody Eakin's a great face-off guy, but I am so over him uh him being the main face-off guy in clutch situations. Like, you know, there's gotta be a, there's gotta be e- e- even if it's not just as good of uh an option, just another guy that can take those draws and be dependent on. Because Cody Eakin isn't just isn't a guy that you want out there uh with one minute, no offense. Um he's had you know, he's had a decent season from what we expected uh, from what we saw last year, I think Cody has had a decent year. Um, Not something not, not good enough to where you'd want to bring him back next season, but uh, you know, he hasn't been the disappointment that he was last year, especially analytically. Um, uh, Comment here, a question here from Drew Buckets. Do you think tonight's showing boosts your confidence going forward? Once everyone else comes back from injury and COVID? Um, I I think so. Um, I don't think, Guys like Peyton Krebs and J.J. Paterka are going to stick around. Uh, that's obviously, again, a situation because of injury and COVID. You had to bring those guys up and give them a look. Uh, uh, you know, I just uh, – I I, 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 it was nice seeing those guys in the lineup tonight. I think Paterka had a couple of nice chances. I think he was a little bit more noticeable than Peyton Krebs. Peyton Krebs, again, you know, he didn't have a bad game, but he just didn't stand out immensely. You know, he, uh, his passing out there was pretty crisp. Um, you know, he made a couple nice plays, but Patrick but had a couple nice chances. Uh, one there in the third, too. Um, but with the, I mean, I mean, that's just one game, a very, very small sample size. Again, uh, on a team that's really been hit hard by COVID, you're not at like a hundred percent right now. Um, so with that being said, you know, I would like to see them get a few more games in just to see, you know kind of, you know, what you have in those guys. Um, I think Peyton Krebs has to put on some more size still. Um, He looked pretty small out there uh, for all things considered. I just, uh, I I would like to see him this off season, bang the weights a little bit, you know, him, Quinn, Paterka, you know, all get into a weight room together and push each other to get, put put on some more size to get ready for next year. Because uh, I I don't think it's even uh, debatable that all three of those guys will be in blue and gold next year. I, I find I'm very I find I would find it very hard to believe that any of those guys would be on the outside looking in on this roster next season. Um, um I uh and yeah another another here he can is uh lacrosse Fogo face off get off. Yeah, but here's the thing if he doesn't win the face off, he's pinned in his own end and you know he's not a guy that can always be dependent on to uh, drive play and get the puck out of the zone. So i again I, I get I get I get I get his his use out there he's a good face-off guy but I mean when the game's on the line I really just I just don't want him out there I really don't um I see Hayden and uh Krebs go down I, I think Paterka goes down too uh honestly um I, I think that uh in a season like this um I think that they're better of use to Rochester than they would be here. And that's not saying that they're not good enough to be here. I just think that the long-term, the big picture, the long-term plan here is to build a winning hockey team. And I want to see all those guys be a part of a long uh, playoff run in Rochester, get a lot of playoff games under their belt, and go chase the championship. Um, I mean, unless one of these guys really sticks out and makes it extremely hard for Kevin Evans to make the decision to send them back to Rochester. Um, I personally just believe that they're better suit in Rochester right now. I, again, not because I don't think they're good enough to be here, but because let those guys go chase a championship, let them get playoff experience underneath their belts at the pro hockey level and, you know, go win a Calder cup because I think that, you know, in terms of development long-term would be very, very beneficial to guys like JJ Paterka and uh, Peyton Krebs, even UPL, you know, there's no guarantee that UPL is going to be here uh, in the long-term. I know everyone wants to say that, you know, you know, he's been the best goalie by and far since Craig Anderson's got hurt. And I don't disagree. He has been, but there's no guarantee that when Dustin T- Tokarski is back in the lineup, you already made the, uh, the trade for Malcolm Subban, uh, who hasn't, who you know, who wasn't bad for you uh, in the, you know, I know he had a rough first start, but that second game he played phenomenal. So, and I know they're, they're kind of high on him. They want to see what they have in him and see if there's a future for Malcolm Subban on this team. Um, so, I mean, I don't think it's a guarantee that UPL is still on this team, you know, once everybody's healthy and back and ready to go, which if that is the case, I, I'm I'm not happy, but I'm not unhappy because I think he, you know, would give Rochester a, a very good chance to win a Calder, trophy, uh, a Calder Cup, so um other points in tonight's game uh you know again ethan Prow uh scoring his first goal in his uh first nhl game you know a couple clicks for the kid actually kid almost full-grown adult uh 29 years old tage thompson with two goals uh victor olson with assist uh mark Pissick with an assist alex tuck with an assist and brent murray with a big tilt uh and I believe it was in the first period after Buffalo went down to nothing. There was a hit, uh, camera. I think might. Have, I can't remember who the hit was on. Maybe one of you guys can re- uh, refresh my memory, uh, who the hit it was on that caused the Brett Murray fight, but that was awesome. Brett Murray. Um, I think it was, uh, share, uh, against share Govindich, uh, or, or no, no, uh, S- sing it. heller. <laughs> I'm sorry. I, I am butchering that name. I am so sorry. Uh, Jonas S- uh, I believe is the, uh, the forward that Brent are uh, the defenseman that uh, Brent Murray fought and uh, absolutely owned him the entire time and got the crowd, the, the fans that were there. I, you know, I, I would say this is probably been the biggest crowd since the home opener um, got the crowd fired up a um, lot of energy in the building, which I think did help lead to Tage Thompson scoring those two goals to tie the game, you know, the, you know, that's the benefits of getting into a fight like that, you know, really kind of like, you know, brings the momentum back to your side, especially when you, you know, you, you do as well in the fight as as Murray did. And, you know, on his way to the room, because he got it to the 10 minutes conduct, you know, threw his arms in the air. Let's go, let's go. And everybody followed suit and Tage Thompson led the way in the second period. Um yeah, but unfortunately uh, I did not lose to even a loser points. And I, as they lost four or three in regulation, um, but tomorrow they uh, not much time to think about it. You come back tomorrow on the Island. I did hear in Matt Ellis's post game press conference that they plan on traveling tonight, which I mean, there's no guaranteeing that game gets played tomorrow because of COVID they got to do their morning testing. And if any, you know, both teams have positive cases. There's a very good chance that this game does get postponed uh, tomorrow night, but we'll see. So um, I hope it does get played because, you know, I'm getting sick and tired of COVID postponements and canceled games. Like the the IIHF uh, World Junior Championship Tournament, as we all know, was canceled today because of all the positive COVID cases uh, from some of the players uh, in the tournament. Team USA having to forfeit a game, and I forget it might have been Chechnya, or uh, I forget who it was, had to uh, forfeit a game to Slovakia. Um, so, But there has been some small chatter, some uh, quiet chatter, that they could try and pick things up in the summer and continue the tournament in the summer, which would be cool. Uh, getting to watch some, uh, some big-time hockey in the summer like that would be really cool. But um, it, I just don't understand why they didn't play that tournament in a bubble after you saw how well the NBA and NHL did with that playing in a bubble. Uh, I don't understand why you wouldn't do the same thing, especially for a tournament that isn't as long lasting as, say, the NBA and the NHL playoffs. Like, I mean, you're in there for a couple weeks, you know, two weeks at most, and you're, you're back home right after. So um, I just don't understand why they didn't put it in a bubble. Uh, that's really the IIHF. Uh, uh, really dropping the ball there. So, uh, with that being said, again, um, I would probably expect Malcolm Subban to be in net tomorrow night if they do play in a back to back situation. Um, you know, I'm excited to see him play again, especially after. I mean, I still can't, I still watch that highlight real glove save, behind the back glove save he made uh, from the last time he played that literally will probably, I most definitely be the save of the year without a doubt. So uh, with that being I said, guys, you know, I'll hang up and listen. Sabres drop tonight's game to the New Jersey Devils, four to three. Tage Thompson, two goals, dolling two assists, uh, continuing, uh, you know, his climb offensively, uh, you know, in this latter, you know, this kind of going into the middle of the season here, going into the all-star break and, you know, what would have been the Olympic break. But again, it doesn't seem uh, at all that, uh NHL players are going to be going to the Olympics, even though some of them are fighting back. Um, but you know, we will talk to you tomorrow night. Um, remember, this is brought to you by Outlet Liquor, the place to buy a case. What's your outlet? And I'll hang up and listen. And let's go, Sabers. You know, they just got done with the first two nights of the season. It's been phenomenal. We get Gretzky back. Gretzky and Barkley, it's it's phenomenal. It's absolutely phenomenal. So we are going to have so much to talk about this year. Thanks for hopping on with us. Thanks for listening to this episode, and we will talk to you soon.